If Oklahoma State defensive coordinator Brian Nardo has a fan club, can I officially apply right now to be like uh, the ambassador or the assistant to the assistant vice admiral? That has a pretty cool ring to it. Heck, at this point in time, I'll even be the mascot. All I know is y'all need to get in while the getting is good, and I'm trying to get in. So put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. You are Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl-related. My name is Cody Stovall. I want to thank you kindly for stopping by to make this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. We are available, of course, on every single podcasting platform, as well as visually on YouTube. If you want to see this beard of mine, I got rocking. Or you can find me on Twitter at All Day O State. And today we are brought to you by the bee's knees of all clothing brands. You know what it is, bird dogs. All right, so Brian Nardo, hear me roar. You right now, sir, are on fire. Now, you leaving um, a little bit of the crumbs. Okay, it's cool. It hurts the heart a little bit, right? Because it, it keeps us all wondering. But what it also does is it makes us look forward to what the future can be. And now, obviously, a lot of this is about the defensive side of the ball. Well, of course, right now, that's where the fire seems to be, right? If there's smoke, there's fire. And when we had the opportunity to speak with uh, Landon Cleveland and David Cabongo, obviously, they spoke very glowingly about Brian Nardo. Obviously, we've had several episodes talking about how Brian Nardo is a different animal, right? He's a person that's come up in a completely different way than most every other coordinator in all of America. If you haven't uh, found the backstory, I implore you to go back through some of the videos where we talk about, you know, his upbringing because it's extremely unique and it gives him a little bit of a different perspective on this entire recruiting process. The getting into living rooms, it, it, it used to be an art, right? I think a lot of social media influencing all that fun jazz has, has taken some of that out of the control of the guy doing the recruiting. But Brian Nardo is a different type of guy. And it's something that we should all get used to because when you have people out on the road that are recruiting so heavily for him, that says something. Landon Cleveland may be the best recruiter that we have currently of all of the commits. Oh, actually, maybe not maybe. Maybe it is what it is. And with we have when we have a lot of players that are going to be coming through Stillwater over the next few days, it is very important, in my opinion, for us all to continue to embrace what Brian Nardo has cooking here. Of course, the offensive side of the ball will get its glory when it's due. But this is the hot topic. And with some of the guys that we have currently rocking and rolling around campus, or going to be right very, very quickly. I think this is going to be a big moment for us. The way that we're setting these camps up and the way that we're getting them um, you know, squared away, to me, it's a business type of setting, right? It's not just the glitz and the glamour of, oh, hey, here's what we have to offer. Part of this is business. We, we don't put them up in fancy, crazy hotels. 
We put them up in the hotel that they're going to stay at before the game so they can go through the entirety of the process because coming to Oklahoma State, it means something different. It is not your run-of-the-middle school that you come to. It is not the normal fan base that you're going to experience. The passion in Stillwater is considerably different than a lot of other places. I'm well aware that several people are going to say the same thing about their university. But as all these young men are finding out or are about to find out, it does it does hit a little bit different in Stillwater. You do have to put in a little bit more to make it at places that you know are going to get underlooked at some point in time. At some point in time in any evaluation process, Oklahoma State University is going to continue to ascend, yes. But we're in a position where we still have the ability to prove people wrong, not only as a university, but with the people that we have come, come coming through the program. Y'all know I have ranted and raved about Gunnar Wilson. Y'all know that I have definitely gone out of my way to make sure that I understand the comparison I make between him and Malcolm Rodriguez in high school. The comparisons are 100% there. If you look at his film and you go back and look at Malcolm Rodriguez film when he was a Wagner, it's pretty indicative of what I think should happen. Now, am I Gunnar Wilson's counsel? Absolutely not. But I will tell you that Gunnar Wilson's counsel is probably telling him coming to Oklahoma State is going to put him in a very, very, very good spot to be successful. Putting guys at that position in the NFL has been a normalcy lately, right? We've already talked about what A-Man and Bogomiga has been able to do with the Chargers. We've already talked about Malcolm Rodriguez, of course, because that's the comp here. But you look at somebody like Devin Harper who's doing it. And then the secondary in and of itself, Christian Holmes is going to have a, a very nice career carved out for himself right there in the NFL. And we know what, what Trey Flowers has been able to do over the years. It just it proves that right now is a perfect time. And Brian Nardo is the perfect guy to drive this boat. Get in now while the getting is good. Because what is happening in Stewart, Oklahoma is different. It's not just speak. Okay, fine. I get it. You got to see the results. Maybe it's the results on the field. Maybe it's the results on the recruiting trail. But this is way different than last year. The excitement level is much, much, much better. The buy-in is way different. The cowboy culture that we grew up to know and love that Gundy instilled a long time ago, it is more than back. I keep saying reinvigorated, but maybe that's not the proper word here. Maybe that maybe there's a more drastic word that I can use to sum up what we have cooking. Maybe not. I don't know. But I firmly believe that Gunnar Wilson is about to make a very good decision in his life. At least I hope so. Right? I also think that having people like Landon Cleveland, like David Kambongo, and right now we got Rodney Fields, uh, in Stillwater, Rodney Fields out of Dell City. He's a very shifty running back. He's going to fit perfectly with what we have going right now. You got to have a little bit of the, the mixed packages. We all know what Ollie Gordon is going to be able to do. I think Elijah Collins is going to surprise quite a few people this season. And Jaden Nixon is a home run threat every time the dude touches the daggone football. Again, you don't ever hardly see him go backwards. I just, I don't see it. And you do know that Armstrong Noden is the guy who showed up at this down and dirty camp and surprised almost everybody. Yeah, we talked about uh, Stacy Satterwhite's son, Reese Satterwhite, and I do think that he's an up-and-comer that we should all not only pay attention to, 
but we should hopefully be ready to welcome him into the orange and black. But Armstrong Noden showed up, showed out. And when you're 6'2", 6'3", already hovering around 260, knowing that your versatility is a massive asset right here, right now, knowing that you're a little bit under-recruited, this is a perfect fit. This is an absolutely perfect fit. Why would you not come somewhere that you know is going to get underlooked occasionally when you can outperform your competition on a regular basis? I mean, heck, this season from a betting perspective, right? We're going to hammer the over because Mike Gundy winning less than seven games doesn't happen. And I know that last season, again, was not a glowing representation of what Oklahoma State has been for quite some time. But goodness me, guys. I think that Gunnar Wilson and Armstrong Noden are going to become household names for us. I think that Rodney Fields offers a tremendous amount. Willie Nelson... Not just because of the name, but he's a DB that can play multiple spots, which is kind of what we're into right now. You know, Trey Griffiths is coming, a massive wide receiver out of Keller. That might be one of those situations that we're biting off a lot here, but it should be realistic, right? If you're Trey Griffiths, how many wide receivers have we pumped into the NFL? This is darn near a factory that Casey Dunn has been running. And for whatever anybody wants to say about the offensive play calling last year, we can all agree it left a lot to be desired. But putting weapons on the field and developing those weapons into something that is going to be playing on Sundays is not new, and it's not going to stop anytime soon. You can look at the roster right here, right now at Oklahoma State, and I guarantee you a couple of these dudes will absolutely be playing in the NFL. Guys on this roster right here, right now. I mean, you can tell I'm very excited. I'm extremely excited because this recruiting class is night and day different than last year's. The feedback is night and day different than last year's. The positivity in the locker room is night and day different than last year. Last year, I think you could argue there was some confidence, but confidence may be placed in some complacency. And complacency is not a good thing. And if you've ever had any complacency in your life and you weren't comfortable enough to understand what was happening, that's because you weren't wearing bird dogs. (laughs) Bird dogs clothing is 100% the greatest thing I have ever been able to put on in my life. I've said it before, I'll say it again, and now I've had the opportunity to actually put all of them into action. You can, you can swim in them, you can work in them, you can, walk, you can walk in them, you can sleep in them, you can wake up and do it all over again. These things literally do never want to come off of your body. Yeah, I do really like the boxers that are built in. That's pretty, that's pretty cool, but it's the, the flexible, right? It's the khaki that doesn't look like a stiff, run-of-the-mill, your granddad's khaki. You feel good. You look good. And if you're out on the golf course, you play good. Or at least you look like you play good. And that's half of the battle. So do yourself a favor right now. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on college. And you will get the free Yeti tumbler with your next purchase. Again, it's the bee's knees for a reason. And if you're an Oklahoma State Cowboys fan, you know they do it right. Because the box is even the right colors. Huh? Orange and black is where it's at, ladies and gentlemen. So, again, go to birddogs.com slash locked on. Get your free Yeti tumbler with your next purchase of the bee's knees and all of the clothing, clothing brands around. All right. 
March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So yeah, I could talk all day about Gunnar Wilson. Yeah, I could probably talk all day about Armstrong Noten. Trey Griffiths would be a phenomenal get. I would I would say that he might be the the potential get of the class, especially on the offensive side of the ball, if we were able to do that. But you know, David Gabongo's out here having a blast. And I don't care what nobody says. I do not think that C.J. Brown would be here if he didn't view us as a possibility. How, how high up on the list? I don't know. But the dude is 6'1", buck 90, and he's an absolute speedster. Runs a 100-meter, almost 11 flat. And being from Arkansas, people, I think, think it's a foregone conclusion that he's got uh, other places in his mind to go to. Could he go to Arkansas? 100%. Could he go to Kansas State? Absolutely. Could he go to Vanderbilt? Yeah, he could. But Brian Nardo is like a daggone defensive whisperer. So C.J. Brown should come to Oklahoma State University. C.J. Brown should utilize his versatility in a place that's going to do it the right way. You don't just get stuck in one mold now. That's not going to happen. With this 3-3-5, again, it's just a base 4-2-5 with a guy that can roam around. That guy that can roam about around, he can be a bigger dude. He can be more of a nickel style of guy. It legitimately doesn't matter. And, again, it gives you that versatility on the defensive side of the ball that makes you dangerous. Because if you're dropping eight or you're bringing guys to the house, you have to have guys that can do a little bit of both. You can't have corners out on an island that are afraid to stick their nose in there and get and get absolutely down and dirty with, with some bigger dudes. C.J. Brown checks all of the boxes. I understand why he's a highly regarded guy. I, I don't understand why people think there's some reluctancy for him to potentially choose Oklahoma State, and we need this weekend to be everything that I think it will be for him. You know, Eddie Smith, uh, somebody else in town, right? 6'5", another guy who's roaming around that 260 pound from Pearland, Texas. We're staying in the state of Texas this year, which used to be our bread and butter. We went away from a little bit uh, here recently, but we've been able to capitalize. So will we be able to capitalize now? Yeah, the answer is yes. Because the common consensus is Brian Nardo is this flipping fracking good. And Eddie Smith could go to O-State, Baylor, K-State, Oregon, TCU, Nebraska, pick of the litter. But I'm telling you, what Brian Nardo is doing, with the help of people like Landon Cleveland, is going to be special. I mean, heck, at the rate that we're going right now, Mike Gundy might need to do himself a favor and allocate even more scholarships over to the defensive side of the ball. Because I don't see this slowing down. Now, are we going to get all these guys? No, absolutely, probably not. 
But some of them, yeah. You know? I mean, another one that I think may not always get looked at, another guy from Arkansas, Brian Huff. A dude who had almost eclipsed the 100 tackle mark last season by itself. He had seven sacks or seven tackles for loss. He's somebody that I don't know that we're all paying enough attention to. And he's a four-star guy, right? He could go to LSU. He could go to Mississippi State, Notre Dame, OU. I mean, heck, Memphis. Just trace back a while as an Oklahoma State fan. There was a time for mostly all of us that getting these guys in Stillwater for legitimate visits and us being in their legitimate top fives, top threes, top eights, top whatevers was not a thing. This is not new, per se, but it is different. It feels different. It hits different. The results are going to be different, and I cannot wait. I cannot wait for it. And again, the offensive side, it'll come. I think everybody should have faith, regardless of play calling and so on and so forth, what what Casey Dunn's able to do out on the recruiting trail. Have faith. He's done it a hundred times. He'll do it again. Trey Griffiths, if you're listening, this is a spot where you can come and you can be part of this wide receiver you. I get it. There's other schools out there that could potentially lay claim to that title. But somebody like Des Bryant came to Oklahoma State to make a name for not only himself, but to help put us on the map at that position. So did Justin Blackman. So did Rashawn Woods. So did Tyron Johnson and, and Tyreek Hill and Tyler Wallace. There's a lot of upside to being a Cowboy. There's a lot of upside to being a part of the Cowboy culture because, once again, it goes far deeper than just the game of football. And it should. It should go deeper than just the game of football. Everybody that comes on campus is putting their their kids in the hands of the staff and the people around the university and the university in and of itself to take these young men and put them in a position to be good men, not just football players that can run, that can hit, that can stop. Not just those guys. It can be more than that. It should be more than that. And I think it starts really, really soon. I think Gunnar Wilson is is exactly the kind of guy that we need. I think Armstrong, Noden, is exactly the type of guy that can benefit from coming to Oklahoma State. I think Brian Huff would fit in like a glove here. I mean... We've also got Milwaukee Smith, the six foot four, two hundred ten pound quarterback out of Juniper Sierra, has the best production in that school since some random guy nobody's ever heard of named Tom Brady. Yeah, we're dealing with uh, Coach Coach Neon Dion in Colorado, Arizona, Cal, Florida State. Clearly, is is going to be in the mix and, and an issue. Miami, the U seems to be kind of building up a little bit of steam. Washington's hot and heavy on this young man. Uh, Mizzou, 
And, you know, you've also got Utah, which right now is a power five school. And if they, if they play their cards right, they'll stay one. But if not, they'll be G5. And I don't think they'll be part of this equation. Anybody who. So when you look at the guys that are on campus, you look at the guys that have been on campus. Again, some of them, some of them may be difficult, but some of them we should get. I mean, Tamir Johnson, we've done a video talking about him. 6'3", 210 pounds. He's ready to step in and do something, and he'll be here Saturday at Middlelothian Heritage High School. But you can't teach his, his size, his speed, his elusiveness, his hips, his hands, his disengagement from the line. It's, it's all pretty, pretty, pretty impressive. His pursuit is a kind of a, a big deal. His ability to play that kind of flex uh, linebacker defensive end type of guy, that's a big deal. Right When I look at some of these guys' film, I take it with a grain of Coach Glass mixed in there, right? I also take it with a grain of just seeing things from a different perspective. And that perspective isn't always about the glitz and the glamour and the NIL. It's not always about that. Sometimes it's about putting your head down, being prepared to go to work, being prepared to go to war, per se, whether it's in the trenches or on the field. Because make no mistake, when you get to this level, you need everybody. You need everybody to hold themselves accountable, to hold each other accountable, to make each other better, from scout team all the way up to the king dingling of the team. It doesn't matter. Cohesiveness. It's always part of the equation. And when you have a recruiting class that's building that on their own, organically, well, I can't find anybody that would say that that's a negative. The fact that we're just teetering right there on the edge of guys like that, and, and Jonathan Agumidu, you know, we, we, I've talked about him several times. I'm very high on, on Jonathan Gumidu. I think he, he should be a Cowboy pretty soon. I know uh, Devon Jordan, they're at Union High School, 6'1", 175 pounds, number one cornerback in the state of Oklahoma. It's down to us and OU. OU's cool. But OU doesn't have Coach Brian Nardo. OU doesn't have Landon Cleveland. OU doesn't have David Cabongo. And these guys are on the recruiting trail. And I'd say it's working. And some of the commits you're about to see will be an indication of that. I don't know that I've ever been this more or this excited about a recruiting offseason. I really think the, the, the Nardo effect... It's in full swing. I do think that it will get only better with time. After he puts this year's defense on the field and everybody sees the amount of production that he can get in year one, these level of guys will continue to come to Stillwater. And they'll continue to fall in love. I think this was kind of a bold move doing all of the official visits right around this time. Not a lot going on. It's not a lot of crazy, wild, hectic fun. 
So again, we're going to strip it down and we're going to make it ergonomically realistic for them. You don't need all the, the bells and the whistles and the balloons and the carpets and Lambos. You don't need all that. Because some people are just ready to go to work because they know if they go to work now and they go somewhere that is going to pull the most out of them, they're going to benefit more in the long run and they can buy a bunch of Lambos. That's the difference, ladies and gentlemen, between choosing Oklahoma State University and another university that doesn't operate with the same amount of intestinal fortitude, moral compass, integrity, work ethic, leadership, accountability. That stuff matters some places more than others. Are we high and mighty, better than everybody else? Absolutely not. Do we have problems here and there, make mistakes here and there? Yeah. Sure, these are young men. We're all men. And, and men, realistically, a lot of us that are in the sports game – we're just big, grown kids that love sports too much. That never goes away. And it won't go away for most of these young men, which is why your college selection is more important than people realize. You will look back at your moments in college more fondly, more likely than anything else, unless you're in the military. Other than that, the bonds that you form in a locker room in college are just different. So if they can start building those bonds now, it sets the precedence. It sets the precedence that this is who Brian Nardo is. This is who Brian Nardo is going to continue to be. And if you're one of the recruits that get down with what we have cooking in Stillwater, Oklahoma, you're going to benefit. You're definitely going to benefit because there's more to come. All righty, y'all. I reckon that's all we're going to have for this one, but we've got several more things to cover. I appreciate you guys hanging on with me today. Baseball season. We're, we're on the road a lot. I love it. I, I cannot wait to see what we do really quickly in this recruiting cycle. I cannot wait to see what Brian Nardo uh, achieves, not only in the season, but this this stuff right here right now, it's, it's a breath of fresh air. All righty, y'all. As always, I love you. God bless. Go Pokes. And I want to uh, thank you all for tuning in to make this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. All right, y'all. I appreciate you. Until the next one. Later. <laughs>